Welcome back to another edition of the Wolverine.com podcast. This is our video version, Wolverine TV. With me, Doug Skeen, here at On3, the Wolverine.com On3. Our special's still going, guys. We had to extend it because we had such an unbelievable demand for uh, for our product. Thousands of people, Skeen, have come over. Thousands. With literally thousands. I'm not kidding. Literally hey. thousands. Yeah. That's good. 99% of them said that you were the reason you're an ass. <laughs> so we decided to bring you back for another session here. And, uh, and it, it would, it would be appropriate that my content is worth a dollar. A dollar. Well, 99 cents a dollar. You know, love the, uh, the fat. Is it a fat head in the background, that helmet? Yeah. 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 You can see it there. I got that, you know, all here in the, in the basement. And, uh, this is where I watch the games on the big screen. So. Yep. Most iconic helmet in football, and they played another one on Saturday. Uh, not a pretty game, man. That first quarter, I'm thinking, holy crap, this is uh, they're, they're, they're setting this game back a hundred years. But you know what? To their credit, they weathered the storm. Uh, they beat a team that they were better than, and really, I'm not saying it was smoke and mirrors because I really thought that Penn State actually ran the ball a little bit too well on this Michigan team, better than I expected. It wasn't great, but they were their back was getting four and a half yards of carry on average. So, but overall, really gutting it out in that environment and that place got loud. Skiing to me, that's something they haven't done in the past, and I was pretty impressed. Yet another checkbox in the things that we have not seen out of Michigan football in the last few years. This game reminded me a lot of the Wisconsin game and at Nebraska. The opponents felt similar. The environment looked and felt similar. Uh, Of course, they weren't the same, but similar. Penn State is a very difficult place to go and win, especially when you show up there wearing Michigan gear. And uh, impressed. I'm, again, glad to be wrong. I, I, at the beginning of the season, didn't think they were going to do this. I had reservations, but... Going into this game, I thought Michigan is the better team. If they play their game, they can win. They did win a close game with an outstanding play there in the end when it really mattered most. But uh, that defense, Ballas, that Michigan defense was throwing curveballs and and Hutch and Ajabo getting after it with that pass rush. That's really what saved the day. And and then I will say, I will say that. Um, that uh, the head coach of uh, Penn State, thank you for getting cute down there early in the game <laughs> with the uh, with the fake get the, getting the ball in the, in the hands of the kicker who doesn't carry it. Yeah, that was a gift. Yeah, it was. was a, it was a gift. It really oh, yeah. was. It was a. They were lucky it wasn't a ten point swing. If that yes. if that holder doesn't tackle Dax Hill, that thing's going the other way. It's going the other way, and and. Well, you got a little greedy, right? You did the fake punt, and that worked, and they thought, oh, let's do it again. Uh, yeah, probably not the best idea, thank goodness. But, uh, you know, it was it was a – I think Harbaugh said it was really – it was a gutty, gritty win. Obviously, Hassan Haskins did his best Chris Perry imitation, which was awesome to watch. The offensive line was effective at times. And and the big plays and the, and the crossing routes that, that were obviously very, very effective for us. And very one other thing, super refreshing to see us run crossing routes and running pick routes that worked, right? Remember how, how many times, Val, we, we watch games where we see our defense get knocked off trying to t- cover pick routes, and now we're doing that underneath a couple times there. You know, the one that scored a touchdown at the end was just a double cross pick route, ran perfectly. That's what you got to do. And uh, Eric All turned some jets on. It was exciting to watch, Ballas, but uh, and the highlights of this game for me will be Hutch and Ajabo, and then obviously the big play at the end there to Eric All, who turned on the Jets, but um, that was exciting, and it was a good win. 
Yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. But the talking about those plays. Now, the most encouraging thing to me was listening to Cade McNamara in the post game saying, "Okay, the first touchdown." He said, "When I saw how they were lined up, because they'd been practicing that, he said I knew where I was going with the ball if they stayed in that formation." He said, "I knew Roman Wilson was going to be there. We were going to he was going to be open." Uh, I thought it was fantastic to hear that. It was refreshing. Now, Shea Patterson, some of these other guys talking about being on the golf course and improving their handicaps. And you know what? Cade McNamara does that too, but he is lives in that, he lives in that film room. And that was awesome to hear. And then when he was talking about that play to Eric Hall and they said he knew they had man coverage and Jim Harbaugh said the same thing and for Gattis to recognize and say, okay, this is going to be our opportunity now. Those defenders got caught up in the wash. How many times have we seen that? Like we've said from Michigan defenders, and there was a referee in there too, maybe throwing a little nice, mm-hmm. nice chicken, chicken wing, as you would say. Mm-hmm. But the most impressive thing was, okay, they knew where to go and they knew they took, they had their shot and they took it. And to me, uh, you can say anything you want to. The conditions were awful, by the way. It was windy. It was cold. It was tough to throw the ball there. You can say anything you want to about the first down runs and stuff like that. I feel better about the ball in Hassan Haskins' hands a couple of times on each series. I don't care how conservative it is. But to me, I thought they called a pretty good game, even though they didn't score a ton of points. Yeah, the, the play calling was, you know, obviously the, the offensive staff saw something there. Gaddis and Harbaugh. And anybody else, they got those guys ready to play. Clearly, it was effective. And the other thing that's this—I mean, we're late in the season here, but this whole Cade McNamara thing—and and, you know, how good is he really? And yeah, there were a couple balls where he just missed. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen a quarterback throw this this many this good lead like the crossing routes, Ballas, where he's got to lead a guy. You don't see guys slowing down. You don't see guys reaching behind. They're not high. They're not low. Man, does he throw a nice ball over the middle. And they're just just so spot on. That first touchdown to Wilson was just money. Yes. And he's really, really good at that. And so that that obviously is refreshing to see. But, yes, I mean, it's – you know you got man coverage. And, and that, that umpire in the middle there on the, on the big touchdown at the end, I'm telling you, this is 30 years ago. When you run a double cross in the middle, you use the back judge there, that umpire there in the middle. You use him as a pick. You use yeah. him as a screen, like on a basketball floor. Yeah. They coach that. And so, uh, and of course, the officials do the best they can to get out of the way, but it's an obstacle in the middle of the field you can use. And and I don't know if they did. I couldn't see from the, the replay on that all too well. But, um, yeah, the, the, the defenders got knocked off, and, and off we go. But. God, it's good to see us do this kind of stuff because we've been waiting years yeah. for this, Ballas. Now we yeah. just got to do it two more times and then a third, and then we'll see what happens after that. But, again, uh, you know, the way that game started, it's like, oh, boy, here we go. It's the November meltdown time. And then, no, they found a way to dig their heels in and show some grit on a running back who was just grinding and running through arm tackles. And Ballas, those, I mean, Penn State had an extra defender in the box most of the afternoon. They were walking the safety up. He was the extra linebacker time and time and time again. And yet Hassan was still grinding out first downs when he had to. It wasn't all pretty. There was some stuff in there that I noticed. It's like, oh, boy, that's yeah. got to get fixed. And we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit in the film. But overall, the guts and the grit on the road in that stadium – shows a lot about this football team and what they're capable of. 
I tweeted after they, I mean, they, they used the field and the, their fourth downs, Penn State did to score that touchdown and get the two point conversion. And you knew damn well they were going to. And I just felt it, right? That, okay, this is going to be a tie football game. They converted three fourth downs. And then when the fumble happens and the, and you know what? Credit the defense to holding them, uh, for holding them to a field goal, number one. But I had thought there's no way they're going to come down and score. This is just, we've seen this movie before, right? How is this going to end? Is it going to be four downs? Is it going to be, a pick? Is it going to be, you know, they just don't make it? Because that's a good defensive football team they're playing there, okay? That is a really tough. And so that 156 yards that Hassan Haskins got, yeah. he it. And I'll say this, and again, we'll talk about it, but he makes that offensive line look better than it is sometimes with the tackles that he breaks. At times. And, yeah, yeah, at times. Uh, and he can't break them all. But uh, the way they did it, uh, and to come back down, uh, it's, there's something about Cade McNamara and the leadership, and he's got that, what some of the Michigan great quarterbacks have had, that will to win, and okay, that's fine, we're not going to win, we're not going to lose, and we are going to uh, keep our composure, and he does not wilt under the pressure, in my opinion, that's what I really like about this kid. Yeah, no doubt about it, he's got that, we talked about it early in the year, when there was a little bit of controversy between him and, and JJ, it's like, man, this guy... Just telling, I'm just trying to, it's hard to convey, it's hard to describe when you're in a huddle and you're in a loud, you know, road gating, road game stadium and, and things maybe not going your way. The huddle needs leadership out of certain positions and, 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 you know, offensive line can only do so much. You know, you're not the guy holding the ball and it always comes back to your quarterback. And you've got a quarterback who stands in there who's calm and collected in the worst of moments and you look in his eyes and you know, He's got this. It just inspires the other 10 guys in that huddle to go out and play your tails off for this dude. And all the great quarterbacks have it. You know, you can't panic back there and you're going to take a hit every now and then as McNamara did. And you just keep going. You slap your offensive lineman on the butt and say, yeah, all right, man, I got you. Okay. You don't do better next time. You don't lose your cool. You don't slam the football down when you get to the sideline. You keep calm and you play on. And this kid's been doing it all year. And I you know, I know he's not, he's not perfect on some of that downfield stuff. And, you know, that's fine and dandy. But the intangibles that you can't put a stat to, this kid's really good. And I like, I like watching him play the spot back there. Yeah, that throw into the wind to Roman Wilson, I don't think people understand. That thing was swirling. It was like 25 miles an hour. People that were sitting up high, you know, were freezing their butts off. <laughs> it looked like buddies. it. Yeah, one of my buddies sat next to Chris Hutchinson, your Hutch, and yeah. he said they're up there, they're getting ready to huddle and maybe build a little fire, you know. <laughs> it was bitter. And of course, the press box was nice and toasty. Uh, I'm soft, I fully admit it. So, uh, yeah, I got to was, was your chicken sandwich up there. Chicken sandwich was fantastic. <laughs> I was watching Karsh down there in the binoculars, poking it, you know, watching the snot freeze on his nose. And like, yeah. So, uh, I got to ask you about Hassan Haskins. Um, is this kid a pro? Uh, because I look at him now, and you've seen NFL running backs, and everybody talks about the speed or the lack thereof that a lot of these guys, you know, you have to have top-end speed to be an NFL running back. No, you don't. Uh, to me, that's one of the, you know, maybe the top four things, but there are lots of other aspects that make a great NFL running back. Is he one? Yeah, I think this kid's a pro running back at this point. I, I don't know that he's going to be a highly drafted kid, right. you know, but he's going to get drafted. He's going to go play pro football somewhere because of what we've seen him do in the last two years and the way he's running the football now. He don't fumble the football. He takes nope. care of it. He can catch it out of the backfield. He's pretty doggone good at his blocking. The best I've ever seen out of the, out of him now in, in out of that position from the 
pass protection point of view. And uh, he sees the field better than ever. He's showing the patience. And then he's got that grindy, gutty running style that just he's always grinding. You know, you're going to have to tackle that guy, get a hold of his leg to bring him down. Uh, I think there's no doubt in my mind he'll go play pro football, uh, barring injuries and everything else. He'll play in the, in the NFL for a while, well, at least a little while. Those runs down the stretch that he had where he bounced them outside, was that all him or was that the design play? Because I saw Eric all a couple of times sprinting out there, and I'm thinking, okay, they're going to bounce this thing out by design, but I couldn't tell if it was by design or if there was no hole there. Well, Ballas, you know how much we love to pull a guy and try to kick an end? Yep. Uh, Throughout that game, Penn State was crashing their ends, which was turning a lot of blocks into log blocks, which automatically bounces it to the outside. They were funneling inside out. Uh, with their defensive edge uh, run protection. And they were trying to funnel it to that safety coming over the top or the extra linebacker who was there a lot. So that's why you saw that head to the outside. One of one of Haskins' best runs was pull an offensive lineman to the left. The ball was supposed to go left. You block down on the left side. But there was one play where Keegan and Hayes had such a good double team to a backside linebacker that Hassan cut it backside and went – for 15, 20 yards, and it was like, whoa, because the whole Penn State defense just shifted over and was scraping over the top, looking for that front side, you know, power play that we've been running all year long, and he saw a backside gap and creased them for 15 yards uh, in the second half of that football game. That was a curveball that that defense wasn't ready for, and that, that was Haskins. He saw that and took it. Yeah, he's a, his vision's improved dramatically. Uh, we go back to a couple of years ago when he missed a hole on fourth and short. That might have been, he might still be running against Ohio State. And, but regardless, uh, the kid's been fantastic. He's a football player and that's what Jim Harbaugh loves. Uh, he's not a five star guy. In fact, he was a lower rated guy that they found. And Jim Harbaugh made a living off of guys like that at Stanford. And he got away from that a little bit. And uh, we aren't going to name names, and we've talked about it before. But when you get football, when you get football players in there, uh, and they've got a team full of them, because this is a team playing uh, to the sum of its parts. They, they don't have elite players at a whole lot of positions. If you look at that offense, you've got some guys that are going to play in the league, obviously, but they aren't going to be maybe not a bunch of starters on the offensive line. But that's what I love about it, and the defense too, the way these guys play together, the way they. They like each other. Chemistry is such an underrated aspect of a football team. This football team, Ballas, I would tell you, this 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 2021 football team reminds me of the old school Michigan football that we all knew and loved. Yeah. And yet, there's definitely NFL talent on this football mm-hmm. team. You can see it. There's going to be some highly drafted guys on this football team. You can see that, too. But it's the all other category of guys that maybe weren't the highest recruited dudes that were just kick but football players, they loved the game and they were grinders and they would beat you up any moment they could on a football field. And that's what made Michigan football successful for 30, 40 years. That's what made all the Schembechler teams and the Lloyd Carr teams and all the championship teams. You can go back and turn on the film. Four or five guys that are probably going to be highly drafted NFLers and the rest of us, which are just going to just grind you to the end of the day. And that's how we won. And this team reminds me a lot of that. And it's fun to watch. It's, you know, it's like, this is it. This is, this looks like the old formula and it does work. Look at it. They're nine and one, you know, a couple bad plays, a couple, a couple bad calls against Michigan state. You're undefeated. Yeah. And so this, I mean, they're right where they want them to be. And if this is the formula, 
that Jim Harbaugh has discovered here, unfortunately, seven years in, it took this long to discover this, with this staff and this formula and the light bulb has gone off and the head coach that these are the kind of guys that we can win with, then let's go, man. This is what it's supposed to look like. And you can take teams like this and you can beat teams that are better than you if you play the right way. And there's one coming up, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, I, you know, 2015, 2016, he got a lot out of those teams. And those kids were invested, and I give Brady Hoke a lot of credit for bringing those guys in. Uh, those guys were were all in for Michigan, you know, to, to borrow the old catchphrase from Rich Rod. And he brought in some guys, too, that that played a, you know, had they came to play in 2011 for Brady Hoke when he first got here. So give them credit. But they got away from that a little bit, uh, got it back. Uh, I like it. And, and, and what Harbaugh said after the game, he said, this is a young team. A lot of guys with their firsts, you know, their first interception or their first. Vince Bray, I got to give him credit. The guy's not perfect, but man, what a bounce back year for him. DJ Turner, they found something in him. I think at corner, they needed another guy to emerge with Jermon Green being hurt. And then Rod Moore played at safety. A true freshman out there in that game. Uh, RJ Moten was on the sideline making some nice tackles. So good for them. Uh, it was fun to watch. It was fun to be there. So I do want to talk about the offensive line. It seems at times they're getting leaky again. I thought Ryan Hayes had a tough game in pass protection. Yeah. And not just the obvious, but uh, they actually had to bring some help over there a couple of times for him. They did, yeah. Yep. And we'll talk about that, uh, but I was noticing that. Sadly, I see offensive lines plays in my dream now, <laughs> thanks to you. And I hear your voice, and it's like, oh, block, or, you know, or chicken wing, you know, or chicken sandwich. Yeah. But um, he's really got to step it up a little bit there. Yeah, he's going to have to. He's going to, in these last two games, he's going to have to play better than he did Saturday there. And the one bad sack that he gave up, uh, there were, I think there were two. Um, the one was just a bad pass set. He just got himself out of position and gave the guy an inside go. I mean, we'll talk about that. I've got that uh, noted for our film breakdown. We'll show you exactly what I mean. And the other one, um, he just stopped his feet and bent at his waist. He just he just had a mo- just a, a fraction of a second of bad yeah. technique there, and that's all it takes. Yeah. And so you're right. They did have to bring bring him back and release him out of that side and chip and everything else. And so, yeah, he probably didn't play his best game. We know he's better than that. We've seen him be better than that. He just, whatever reason, sometimes you just don't have it your A game that day, but the rest of the team carried it. And he did have some other good blocks, Ballas. Good. You know, the, the sacks stand out. They're, they're bad, obviously. And so, but it's not like it was an absolute disaster. He just had a couple moments there where his technique just failed him and, and he paid for it. Yeah. So it, it, it'll be all right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm confident, but yes, he's going to have to play better. A couple other things um, in the running game, a couple key moments in the running game there where um, the, 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 the Schoonmacher, yeah. um, just a couple things. I mean, there was one play where I think it was third and two, and and just, to, you know, balance the, the difference in, in, in the first step, right? So I'm, I go back and I put it in slow motion and I watch. His first step is good, and, but his second step is so big and long that he's off balance. And when that Penn State defender goes to crash him down to prevent him from getting a free release on that inside linebacker, it knocked him right off. They were trying to run that edge attack. Well, this is the tiny little thing of footwork that makes all the difference in the world. Your second step has to be under control and balanced. And when he took that monster long Sasquatch step, a guy who probably was 50 pounds lighter than him knocked him off. Yep. And now that front side linebacker is running free. 
And then when Bastardus comes around the corner, he's looking to block the guy off the edge. Instead, he's got to block the front side linebacker. Now there's another guy out there that shouldn't be there, and we don't get a first down. Those tiny little things in these last two weeks, you have to fix that. So the tight end coach has got to fix his tight end's footwork to get to these linebackers properly. And another thing is Eric Hall played an incredible game. But again, a snap or two where, you know, again, Eric Hall is six foot five, two fifty. You know his hands have got to be the size of a grizzly bear. Yeah. Lock on. Can please, Eric, lock on with your hands and drive a drive a linebacker into the ground. Yep. I mean, he does such a nice job of getting to point, getting to impact, and absolutely just bringing the violence. Yeah. But he bounces off because his hands aren't being utilized to get on a guy and finish a block. He's yeah. so close to being really, really good in that department. Yep. So these are the these are the nitpicky little things that I'm. You know, people are like, "Oh, Skeen, you're just a nitpicker." Eh, whatever. I'm telling you, this is what it's going to take to beat Ohio State. Yes, it you're is. Gonna have to have these tiny little things fixed to beat those guys, and that's why I bring this up. And when you talk about beating a better team, those are the little things that you have to do because these guys are elite that they're playing. They're elite athletes, and I get that that Ohio State doesn't have the great defense this year, but they've got great athletes. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to have to lock on and be sticky, like you said. Uh, how about Aldo outrunning a cornerback on a gimpy game? <laughs> that was awesome. That was insane. So earlier in the game, they tried basically a, a jet sweep or an end around with all. And, and the Penn State defense had that snuffed out. He went, he went nowhere. Yep. So when he caught that pass late in the game to go over the middle there, and he caught it, and they turned up field. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, look at this yeah. guy, right? He's got some wheels, man. So yeah. he just took off, hit an extra gear, made a great play to stretch that thing to the pylon and score the touchdown. I was I was happy for that kid. He's obviously, when it comes to receiving the football, Ballas, remember this guy two years ago? Yeah. Yes. Couldn't, Last catch year. The, couldn't catch a cold. Oh. <laughs> and he was just dropping everything. And we yep. just thought, oh, man, oh, this guy's drops the football. And then, you know, yeah. they probably took it pretty hard because yeah. a couple of years ago he was dropping a lot of footballs. Now he catches everything. Yep. So yep. whatever he's done in the last two years to work on that and work on that, hats off, kid. Great job because it's night and day from what you was two years ago. So it's, it's great to see these guys grow and get better. Again, hats off to Jim Harbaugh and his coaching staff for getting these guys going. The tight end coach, Jay Harbaugh, getting this tight end to catch the football the way he does is impressive of getting better. Yeah. Now, just fix his footwork and fix Schoonmacher's footwork so we can yeah. get to linebackers and get those hands working on a yeah. defender's chest plate as well as they work on catching the football, and now we'll really be ready to go. Yeah, he's got maybe he's got the stick em on there. Remember that? Back in the <laughs> day. Were they still using that when you were in the league? That stick no, em? no, you wouldn't use because balance the gloves these guys wear. Yeah, that's right. Those football gloves, it's like their stickiest thing. You don't need to spray anything that's on your hands. So these, these gloves, you know, yeah, you don't need those. You throw it up there and it's like a, a cobweb or something like that, just like a fly sticking into a splitter. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it definitely, definitely yeah. helps, yes. Yep. And, it, of course, that's all within the rules. Every team in America wears those things. So yep. it's not like, you know, Michigan's oh. the only guys. But, it, yeah, but, you know, when it comes to when it comes to using your hands and blocking, it's just a, it's a repetitive practice thing. You got to fire your hands in that dude's chest and get a whole fistful of shoulder pad yeah. in the armpits, right in the armpits, thumbs up in the armpits. You lock on, you drop your hips, you drive those legs, and you put a dude on the ground. And then what, Ballas? You rub the belt buckle in his face. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if you're Steve Everett in pants that haven't been washed in about a month, <laughs> two months, right. which is even better. So uh, I want to bring up one play. Okay, the, the red zone offense was much better, clearly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first and goal at the two scared the living crap out. I mean, two, for two reasons. Number one, uh, I, I get it worked. Okay. Roman Wilson catches the pass. You got two receivers in the same spot, though. You've got an umpire back there. You know, if you hit him in the head, that thing bounces up. And McNamara had two or three passes, you know, that were tipped at the line of scrimmage. And I'm thinking, man, you've got Hassan Haskins in first and goal at the one and a half yard line. Uh, you know, that's your first down play. It seemed a little bit risky to me. Uh, am I, am I wrong? And I'm, and well, I know everybody loves the fact that, oh my God, at least they didn't run it into the line. Well, I like yeah. Haskins with the ball in his hand at, at that point. Well, risk, yes. But, it, you know, here we are in the late in the season now. You've been scouted. So, had, yep. had, you know, and that's not to mean that Hassan could not score a touchdown there, that the offensive it, line could have done it because we've done that. Yeah. But the coaching staff decided to throw the curveball and it worked. I don't think they're going to make a living doing that. But no. in that moment, it worked. And then you got a quarterback that can thread a needle down in there. And he's, again, the touch pass that, that, I think it was the play before. It was the same drive. The touch yeah, pass to all. Eric All. Amazing. He just floated that thing perfectly. So, yeah. I mean, McNamara is really nice at, at understanding when to laser the thing, yeah. understanding when to touch it, understanding when to guide it. And so, there, you know, that one on the on the goal yard, goal, excuse me, goal line there, the curveball to Wilson, nice little thing. I, you know, it was it worked. You know what's hilarious to me is that this kid's still getting a ton of criticism. He's nine and one, should be ten and zero. His first year as a starter, and if he had played the entire Michigan State game, they probably would have won that one too. So that's yeah. the crazy part to me. But you know what? Kudos to that kid, and kudos to Jim Harbaugh for getting his swagger back. And I said that was the first thing that had to happen was a he needed to be the old Jim Harbaugh again, and b he really had to change the culture of that program back to what it was, and he has. And, and you got to give him credit for that. Honestly, listen. I'll, I'm first to admit, Bows, coming into the season, I had pretty dark clouds. It was not yeah. a pretty picture, right? I had five and seven. Yeah. And I was going off of what I'd seen the previous few years and the culmination of last year, two and four, total disaster. And quite honestly, watched Michigan football quit in a couple games. Um, I, you know, I did, I wasn't sure that this coach could do it. I, yep. I could not be happier to be wrong. Yep. And, and that, you know, Coach Harbaugh has has found a new uh, uh, new energy, and he's got a new staff, and he's got this football team playing championship uh, contending football at this point. And so, yeah, absolutely, all the credit goes to the head coach. He owned it when they were terrible, and he gets to own this when they're exciting. Yeah, and so and it's fair. It's fair, absolutely. And and I could again, could not be happier to be wrong. I want these guys to get a ring. Yeah. Big Ten championship ring. I want to see this desperately. And so uh, just keep it going. I just can't wait to see him get it done. I'm looking past Maryland. I hate to say it, but I kind of wrote that in my post game. I said, okay, they're going to be 10 and 1 going into Ohio State. So, uh, there have been other teams, Michigan, Minnesota in 1986, where Minnesota came in when Michigan was looking past yeah. Ohio State, but I don't see this team doing that. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it. No. You know, there was a couple games earlier in the season, like, well, are we going to look past here? And like, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, you know, especially in that Penn State game, if you're the football coaching staff, you can pull out a dozen plays to anybody on your position group that you're coaching and say, okay, here's why we're not looking past Maryland, because this was not very good. Yeah. And we're going to work on this this week. And, you know, I remember 
I remember years ago, right, in the, in the head coach, whether it was Moeller or whether it was Schumbeckler and you know, the assistant coaches as well, would say something on a week like this. If I hear anyone mention anybody from Ohio for any reason, I will throw you out of this football building. This is Maryland week. Right. And it was like, you know, they set the tone, you know, on Monday morning, you know, or on Monday afternoon, setting the tone for the week. You can't, you can't, you just can't, you know, so – uh, you know, it's one at a time. The old cliche is true, Ballas. You got to go one at a time and you look at the film at Penn State. And if you're the left tackle, you know, you got some work to do. If you're the tight end and you're running blocking, trying to get to linebackers, you got to, you got to fix that footwork. And the defensive guys, every dude that played in that game can get better. And this is a week to do it. Yep, it sure is. We'll talk more about Maryland on Wednesday in our podcast. We will have our in the trenches up here with some plays. Uh, Wilbur Odom, did you play with Wilbur? Yeah, we'll talk about him on Wednesday uh, and what I remember about him against Maryland. I think you were on the team, too. So uh, good stuff, Skeen. I appreciate it. We will talk to you later in the week. All right, Dallas. Go Blue.